When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my key, key, key. Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I am your host Richard and we're here to do here today to do part two of three of our season preview for 2023. And they're here to review none other than Aston Martin, Alpine and McLaren. Here to help us review these three teams is none other than Kwame. How are we doing, brother? I'm good, brother, man. Hey, last week I was just with Yui Queen Stock. This week we jumped from Alpine High Stock, you know. I'm going to be ashamed and biased today, but I actually don't care, man. But... Hey, 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 we're here for fun, man. We're here for the, the fun ride of this 2023 season that's going to be in it, man. So stay tuned in it. What are you saying? One day you're Christian, next day you're Muslim, yeah? I hear this stuff. Hey, I was back in my main driver, <laughs> and I left my main team. Like that. <laughs> Not even the same engine, like, supplier. Nah, I don't know, man. Hey, the most blue. Stop to know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, some we'll start A, man. We'll start A. Come on, man. No time is Yes, mad, mad, mad. Okay, we're also joined by Rafa, sporting the daddy nice here, Aston Martin top. Rafa, how are we doing today, brother? I'm good, I'm good. I'm AM's ambassador. Tell me if you use the, the code Rafa Ismo, you can get these tops half price. No, I'm joking. You can't. Anyway, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> hey. hey, hey. <laughs> So my team's got to hit the cost cap, innit? You see, Stroll's money is not lasting forever. He needs to sell these tops, innit? But anyway, man, mm. I'm good, man. It's good, it's good to be here. It's good to roll on the season, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, definitely. And last but not least, we're here joined by Lawrence. Lawrence, how are we doing today, brother? I'm liking your uh, goal for the clan in there, Jumper, bro. So I'm feeling Christ- good. Christ- Christmas present from the other half. So she obviously, she knows that. She knows well. She knows her stuff. Um, she knows wheel. All I can say is I'm glad I ain't got to talk about Liverpool. I ain't got to hear about them. I'd rather talk about McLaren because, bruv. Yeah, I don't know. Them on still. <laughs> Let, let's not get into that. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather talk about McLaren all night <laughs> as opposed to that. It's it's one big mid-off between everyone here when it comes to football, boy. Can't even dunk on each other still. Spooky. Yeah, it's yeah, spooky. I need you champions of your country. Yeah, let's, let's get to F1. Let's, let's keep it on F1. <laughs> so, let's start off first with uh, McLaren. So, McLaren last year, they finished from right to fifth in the constructors. They missed out on fourth in there because Danny Rick was doing up a Calabunga dude, shrimp on the barbie, all that razzmatazz last season. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so they switched out one Aussie for another in Oscar Piastri. Very high rated, highly rated youngster. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there's big expectations of them this season, especially since uh, Andre Sala's also moved to Audi slash Alfa Romeo Sauber. So, and he brought in um, Andrea Stella Artois. So, Lawrence, what is your season expectations for McLaren? Yeah. 
Uh, I think it's quite clear. So, I mean, my expectations are whenever there's any podiums lying around, so any of the top three teams, top six drivers, if they have a DNF or you know an incident, turn, lap one, turn one, something like that, that they're there to pick up the pieces. Um, you know, a couple of podiums. Um, and I would say Philando probably to put it front row, second row on one occasion. Um, whether that's realistic or not, I'm not sure given that it was a bit of a horror show um, at the start of last season, obviously with no breaks at the start. Um, but that's why I'd say that they need to be. Um, but I think in a way that they've kind of brought themselves bit of time obviously bringing piastri in um it kind of gives them a chance to reset um so they can use this year as another um transition year um but i think to be honest yeah they've got to be sweeping up a couple of podiums at least like they got one last year obviously lando did very well to get that but i think really i'd say three four five podiums that's probably where i'd put them So, so storm news. <clears throat> okay. Um, so what about Javelano? So how do you think Austin's gonna fare against Norris? And what sort of expectations do you have of him compared to let's say of Norris? Like, do you expect him to beat Norris? Do you think it'll be shameful if he does get beat by Norris, even by just a little bit? Like because we obviously have not seen Piastri in F1. We had only gone off his junior career. And if gone off his junior career, he looks like a very promising driver. But we don't know until he steps into that car. Especially with all the messing about with, ironically, Alpine and trying to get him and blah, blah, blah. So what is your yeah. realistic sort of expectations on Piastri and how you expect him to fare? Well, obviously better than the guy that just uh, got kicked out of the team. Um I think that's well. It's not that difficult actually to do that. To be fair, um, but I think if you look at Lando from when he joined 2019, obviously he had a similar junior career to uh, Piastri, so that's where I'd kind of put it. So I'd give him six, seven races to kind of get up to speed, be within a couple of attempts. Um, I wouldn't expect him to at all in any any race, kind of outright have more pace than Lando. Um, but I think if he's in a couple of attempts of him um, picking up points when Lando doesn't, then I would say that that's that would be fine. I think McLaren would see that as as success. Um, yeah, you only had to look at obviously last year. Uh, it was a one man band, you know. Uh, Danny Rick was there feeling sorry for himself. Lando was out there fighting for his life against Alpine, and obviously if Danny Rick was even half as good as he used to be they would have comfortably got fourth place so i don't think they can afford that again this year um because obviously you might have aston martin join the party as well so i think for piastri i'd want consistent points finishes but the latter half of the points so your sevenths eighths ninths whereas i'd want lando to be consistently sixth seventh and then with a few podiums podiums in there Cool. Right. Um, and last but not least, got to remember my question now. Uh, how, so what was your opinions on them last season, basically? So do you feel they massively underperformed? Do you feel like they could have done better? And yeah, basically. And also, what is your predictions for them in the constructors this year? Because, of course, they kind of, Kind of disappointed last year getting fifth. They maybe it would have competent line could have got fourth. Yeah. Season before they finished third. Did I can't remember. Did they finish third? Fourth. Fourth. They got pips by a Ferrari at the end, didn't they? They got third the year. Yeah, they that. should. They sh- yeah, should have. They should have got. Yeah, they should have yeah. or got four because of a certain Aussie. Because of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's millions and millions and millions of pounds. That would be that would basically Danny Rick have cost the McLaren just yep. in positional sense, and also 
paying off his well, contract. Yeah, wages. So it was just, yeah, yeah. So you're talking maybe like, I don't know, 50. I don't even know what the um, the money difference is. I think it's 12. Third and fourth and fifth. Yeah, I think it's four, four to five mil per position. Something like that. But I think um, they underachieved, obviously, I think straight away. But if you look at the car, I remember Bahrain had no brakes. Literally, the car had no brakes for three races. Um, you had Danny Rick sitting there feeling sorry for himself. You can't have a car which doesn't work. Um, obviously, Lando pulled off a podium at Imola, um, but that was one of those drives where the driver is way past, uh, you know, the ability of the car. Um, and I think if anything, McLaren have underachieved last two years. To be honest, when they finished third, what was that, twenty twenty? Um, you know, they were picking up the podiums here and there. Um, even obviously 2021 um, as well. To be honest, they've wasted two years. They've wasted a, a new regulation change. Um, I thought the idea was that obviously the regulation change would bring them a step closer with a view of 2023, 2024 being when they come with the races. They're nowhere near that. It's obviously not going to happen. Um, but they've got a more consistent driver lineup now, which hopefully... Obviously, with direct, you know, where they can send the car. Um, hopefully, next season is where I'd expect them to even be within a second of, of winning a race. Um, but it kind of works out for them. So, getting a new driver in, obviously, what happened with with, with Danny Rick um, kind of buys them a year or two, so they can say, "Oh, well, twenty twenty six is when we'll challenge for the constructors." But you said it would be twenty twenty four three years ago, so. Um, this season, uh, th- there shouldn't be much patience. I think Lando's now in a position where he is ready to you know, re- drive the team forward quite quite drastically, um, like some other drivers have. He's been here long enough. He's got podiums. He's got p- pole position. It's time now. Um, if he can drag that car probably further than where it should be, then next year, that's when I'd expect something more serious. Um, because as as we know, you know, Aston Martin won't be sitting around for much longer. Um, Alpine, obviously, well, I, I don't really know. They've got a bit of a mixed bag. It depends on how their engine survives. Um, but McLaren, I think they've got a year at most until time's up. Cool. Uh, I'm going to open the floor up here uh, to Kwame. Kwame, um, would it so? so of course, PhD was on your books, mm-hmm. and then uh, rather infamously, you know, kicked up a fuss and um, started to head to McLaren. Um, just to speak, stay on McLaren, do you think he'll be much concerned if Piastri was to beat Norris over the season? I or do you think, think it's, so. it's a win-win either way? I think it's a win-win for McLaren. It's pretty smart what they've done. Um, they've gone for the <clears throat> the um. <clears throat> Best rookie they can they could have got the next up and coming guy in the, in the, in the market. Uh, him in F4, F3, F2 back to back does show his um, ability, especially in decent um, formula, um, lower formula um, categories. And I feel like um, they've put themselves in a position where if Norris ever does get pinched by, let's say, Red Bull or Mercedes, they've got Oscar Piastri there. Um, I feel like Zach Brown's Zach Brown has done very. He's, being very smart in the fact that he's also, in case if Norris does get pinched, Piastri can then be shown to be that number one driver from, from McLaren. And also he's got the uh, IndyCar drivers there in the background. Um, I also feel like with the way the driver market's going, I, for me, I don't see Piastri going to any other place either. So I feel like they've got a young driver there for a good couple of years, they can kind of create their own in it. So, but Alpine's uh, loss is definitely is uh, McLaren's game. Um, I've calmed down now um, since and I've been a bit more, you know, logically minded about it. And it's, it's a good move, you know. They saw, you know, the young driver at the time, he didn't have a seat. They're like, you know, bring him in, be our test driver. And, you know, they kind of groomed him in, as you do to young buck. And he's now on down. So, yeah, it's just a good move. Well, so you're not bitter now? No, 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 I calm down, man. I calm down, man. I calm down. Mm, interesting. I can't be changing cool. him, man. He's no, no. going to change his mind. Watch after a couple of races when we see no. him cooking at Alpine. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, was... you know what's going to, you know what's going to come. 
Nah, all the surveillance calls. The, the, the mistake was on our side, didn't it? Like, I feel like Otmar and Wassi, you've got a lot to blame for themselves. Like, the management and now being the politics. Again, to it on our side, isn't it? But, people for that reason. You're going to be watching Piastri cook while your engines cook. That's what's going to be happening. Mm. Hey, 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 don't worry about the engines, man. Yeah, that's what we be happening for. Gas Mark 6 engines. That's what your engines are, boy. They're going to be just cooking. Not in a good way as well. I'm talking about on fire. Don't worry. We'll come mm. to you. Definitely. Uh, Rafa, uh, do you have any um, thoughts and pains on McClellan going into the new season? Do you think they'll do well? Do you think they'll disappoint again? And yeah, just any thoughts in general, really? Uh, I don't know. See with McLaren, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? I think they did on the form last year. Um, listen, they're a bit of a, they're a bit of a one-man team, isn't it? And Lando... I don't like his fans. Let me just say that now there. Now I don't like his fans, but I have to rate him as a driver. Like he's last year he showed he is that guy. He has got he's got that grincher about him. You know, when things get tough, he's, he gets going in it. So I have to rate him. Going into this season, I think it'll be a bit more of the same in it. I, I think the, the car will be good in some spots, won't be great in others. But Lando will, will be that level of consistency where, you know. He'd be getting them, you know, six, seven positions um, right about that that place. Um, and Piastri, I think he'll do well. Um, but yeah, I think he'll be a little behind Lando, expectedly anyway. So, yeah, McLaren a bit of a weird one, isn't it? I think it's going to be up and down for them this season. I, don't, I think it's going to be much more like last season. Up and down, start terribly, maybe sort some stuff out during the middle of the season with upgrades. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's going to be a bit... I'm not worried about them. Let me just say that. I'm not too worried about them. I'm only worried about Lando. That's just all I'm not about. Yeah, I think the main issue with McLaren is how good the Oscar be out of the bat because I'm seeing a lot of men gas up Oscar online and uh, on social especially, but this guy can't shave him F2. We've seen so many drivers in the past. We've seen one of their own, even Van Dorn, who's meant to be the next big thing. It didn't work for him with Alonso. Yeah, you know, I'm not comparing him to Piastrian, but we've seen drivers like Buff, like you know, Hamilton come out and cook. So, listen, it could go one way or the other with uh, Piastri mapping, and because he's rookie, we haven't got ever to judge. So, if Piastri is on the same level as Norris, McLaren will cook. If Piastri is worse than Ricardo, remember, Ricardo's... <sighs> McLaren, he flopped, didn't it? But man is not really a bum per se, you know what I'm saying? Like, Red Bull, he's doing his thing. Renault, did his thing, just that McLaren, they work out from the way the car was built, completely different to his driving style. So, I, my thing is, it all depends on Piastri. And I don't put pressure on the kid, innit? Because I'm not putting pressure on the kid, but I feel like if he's, if he's even half, three quarters level of um, noise, McLaren will cook. But if he's Ricardo level or below, it's going to be fifth, sixth place again for them. So it all depends on Piastri, man. And they, they they can't afford yeah. it. They can't afford another, another, can't afford another, I know. another yeah. B driver. Um, Listen, and it's not just the drivers as well. Look, and you've man, you've man, you basically changed gaffers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a bit. Saddle, I think Saddle's a shrewd guy, and I thought he's a smart guy. I think um, it's. I think it. I think it's a bigger loss than people are. Yeah, I think it's a big. I, loss. I don't. I don't think people have actually deep how how big that will be. Like this is the guy we see with Zach, who to, to you know has taken McLaren from a joke, obviously, to actually be in a team that could compete. Obviously, two seasons mm-hmm. ago, um, to lose him to obviously Audi long term. Um, yeah, it's a, that's bit, quite, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a stinker, isn't it? It's a bit that's a quite stinker. concerning. I think long term as well. If you look obviously this year, but future wise, if he really had faith in the project long term, he wouldn't have left. Even if okay, he's got CEO role now, but if the project was looking uh, tasty for the future, why would you leave that? So you built it up and then you've left. So that concerns me because um, obviously for Piastri as well, there's not much direction there now for him in terms of. Sido, I think, gave the team a really strong, clear identity, and now it's gone. So um, that does concern me a little bit. But you never know. I mean, they've come back from worse, to be fair, McLaren. So I have the faith. Yeah, yeah, keeping the faith here. Yeah? Mm, I hear that still. I hear that. So, um, okay, let's move on to the next team, and that is Aston Martin. Now, Rafa, uh, of course, you're a massive Alonso stan. 
you know, been rocking with him since uh, his minority days and whatnot. Come as on, you understand. Come on. <laughs> come on. So, uh, so of course he's in his what twenty, like twentieth season, whatever it is now in F one, which is pretty remarkable in terms of longevity. Um, what? So of course when he moved to Aston, it was a big massive shock. Like no one expected it. Not even Alpine themselves. Apparently Alonso was out in Greece, toes out, sipping pina colada or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. On, do not disturb. And you know you got um, Alpine belling him like, yo, like what's all this about? Because they only found out on social media themselves, fair enough. And Alonso was just like, I ain't not with you niggas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I ain't answered you lot. You know what I'm saying? Then was when you pulled a sickie and your man just called him. You're not picking it up. No way. You're not yeah, you, do, you let it, you watch your ring and then you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, I'm not nice that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, of course, he, he, he moved to, he's now moved to Aston Martin on a, I think it's a two plus one deal. So, place to Denavitize Fashion Battle. So, what is your expectations for Aston Martin? For this coming season, because as we know, they started out in the first half of the season quite poorly, to be fair. And you know, people trying to like mass them as like the worst team on the grid, blah blah blah, stuff like yeah. that. But second half, after some break, they start cooking. You know, at times they even competed a bit with Alpine and McLaren a little bit, pace was. So, what is your now expectations um, going in for Aston Martin, and how far do you think Alonso can take this team? Um, I think this year. It's about transitioning from the lower half of the midfield to now arguing with the top half of the midfield. That's where we're, we're looking. Um, we're looking to argue with McLaren, arguing with Alpine, even though the engines are a bit meaty, we're still arguing with them. In it. But anyway, like I think this year, th- th- there's been a lot of hype, you know, people talking about, you know, trying to argue with the, the top three. I think that's way out of, you know, bounds. I think, you know, Getting them P6s, P7s regularly for, for Aston Martin is, is what what we want. Um, and also, last year, even the second half, even though the race pace was good, the quality, quality pace wasn't there. And that's one thing that Aston Martin needs to work on. The quality pace was a big, big, big problem. And even the strategies in quality was a big, big, big problem. So that's, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, you know, them back end of the top 10 points regularly. If Straw can do his piece as well, then that'd be great as well. Um, and I think you know what you know what Alonso does, not you know what a machinery is in that guy is going to drag that to the highest possible position, you know. And even at the age of 41, 40, yes, we've got a recruit in it. See, he knows, he knows, he knows. Um, even at the age of 41, he's one of the best drivers in the grid. We saw that last year, the great drives, second place. Qualifying Canada, the Brazil GP, um, comeback US GP, comeback. This the guy still brings out classics at this age, so we're expecting a solid position in the midfield, maybe even finishing fourth in the constructors. And yeah, lots of just doing his thing and stroll staying out of his way in it, stay out of the way. I mean, yeah, that's the key thing. Will Stroll stay out of his way because, you know, he definitely didn't stay out of his way in Kota. And if that incident didn't happen, then, you know, Aston would have probably finished six in the constructors as well. And that would have been apparently another 12 million. But, mm. you know, don't, don't worry, daddy's money can cover that. So we're yeah, aware of we, that still. We'll, 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 take, we'll take the CFD time in it. Don't worry, we'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take the CFD time. It's a big brain moment. That's what it is. Exactly. It's a big brain moment. More win time, not more money. We already got money, we ain't no brokies. We're not McLaren, in it? McLaren out here on the streets yeah. playing for peace. We're not that. We're not that. We're class, in it? Yeah. So. Trying to play for CFD parts of our corner. Nah, he's, he's on that problem. Sticky exactly. ones still. Bro, we're raising, we're raising money through fucking um, Lando streams and stuff. And it's uh, merch. You man got you man got check collectors outside the you know, your factory. <laughs> working, yeah, the bailiffs are trying to get in. Yeah. Like, take now. <laughs> Must got, got summons from that's crazy. <laughs> no one the saddle dipped. Exactly. <laughs> Ruined my credit score. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So um okay. So in terms of the dra- driver lineup then, so of course there's a bit of how to put it, 
a quality disparity between mm-hmm. the two. So, if we're under the assumption that Alonso maybe beats Stroll, so I guarantee he did get beat by Ocon, regardless of context or not. Mm-hmm. Is there would there be a cause for concern if that was to happen for two seasons in a row? If Stroll was to beat Alonso over a season, or could that be the case of okay, it's a great car, Stroll's got the most out of it, he stepped up a bit. Alonso maybe unlucky with X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever. So what's, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, uh, I think, look, I think everyone's waiting for Alonso to fall off the cliff. You know, they're waiting for him to, to, to slow down. Um, it'll be, of course, concern if he does beat him on outright pace. That's so I'd be like, yo, not only to, to step up or maybe time to time to you know put down the gloves and, and chill in Mallorca or something like But... I don't see that happening until the season. I think last season, we all know why Alonso finished by knock-on. The guy had a car that didn't have an engine for most of the race. And okay, Ocon had his DNS too, but when you're having like problems, literally, I think he had problems like 18 of the 23 races or something crazy like that, which is crazy. Like, he might not DNF, but he definitely had a problem. So, as long as you give him a reliable car, I think Alonso beats Stroll. Um, but again, if Stroll... Does something, you know, if he finds that pace, right? Credits to Straw, man. He's, he's doing his thing. He's finally, you know, he's maybe he's not a paid driver anymore. We'll see. Um, I want Straw to do well, of course, but I don't see him being a lot. So I just think that's, that's far fetched because Ocon is actually a good driver. Like, I, I have rated him for a minute, even when he was at the racing point with the pink force Indias and that. He was doing his thing, innit? So I did kind of rate him. But Straw, if he beats him, that's. Yeah, it's just not looking good, but it won't happen. Okay, let's watch the space. Let's watch the space. Nah, I won't happen. So, <laughs> so it won't in happen. terms of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just, you know what I mean, F one's a funny place, bro. You get me. So, me. but in terms of Aston Martin, just to stay on them, uh, going into the upcoming season, what do you think if they were to stay on this current trajectory that they're on, and maybe even get better? What do you think is realistically the highest place constructors was they could get, and what would be the lowest to you that would be deemed acceptable? Well, I think the lowest is sixth. That's the absolute lowest. I think maybe the yeah, sixth because um, I don't we don't want them to regress. We don't want them to go backwards. Sixth is you know it's actually a little bit of improvement. One place I didn't finish, although it was level on points of Alpha. Um, I think the highest, list, I think fourth, get yeah, fourth this season. It's a top four team. It's a Champions League for this season. Isn't it? That's what you want. Yeah. Milan, yeah, exactly. Milan, Milan probably ain't going to get top four. But if Aston Martin get top four, that is, that's that's more than enough, isn't it? So I think top four is what, what exactly. That's what, that's what we're looking top four. Um, and yeah, the way to do that is them P6s and P7s. That's, that's what you want. P6s and P7s. Not P45s, P6s and P7s. That's what we need, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's the aims. Um, listen, if we can nick a podium here or there, we'll take that. We'll take that. And then, listen, this, you know what? I'm going to be brave in it. Alonso will get one podium this season. He'll get one podium this season. So I don't know where he's going to pull out from, but he'll get it. That's what I'm going to say. He's going to get one podium this season. Damn. Is that a prediction, yeah? That's a prediction. Mm. We'll come back to that. It's February the fifth. Mm. We'll come back to that at the end of the season. All right, all right, okay, okay. Uh, Lawrence, do you have any um, thoughts on Aston Martin in, into the season corner? Like, what are maybe your expectations? Do you think they'll mm. challenge McLaren maybe at some point or no? I think I think Alonso will. Um, Stroll seems to have a hard time arguing with his um, engineer as opposed to anything else. Is, is that guy still working with him? Because that's what. To be fair, you see, bro, hey, well, you see these, yeah, you see these <laughs> lots when they come on, when the F1 do their top ten radios. This guy is just always arguing. It's like, yeah. it's like a marriage. Is he still working I'll, with him? I'll check. I'll check. Listen, I'll check. I'll check the payroll Monday. I'll see if he's still there. I'll check. <laughs> I'll check. Oh, how did like? Uh, I think apparently he's. I think apparently he's got a, a promotion. 
I'm not. Oh, how how is that guy got a promotion? Oh, that bitter. guy, that guy is. Yeah. If that was my engineer, oh my yeah. god. Mike, Mike, Mike Crack might be on cocaine, fam. I need to chat to him quickly. He, he, can't, he can't be higher. He can't be giving that guy a promotion. He can't be giving him a promotion. That guy sounds pain to do his job, bro. Fair play if he's got a promotion for yeah. him. I'm going to my manager yeah, first, I... first thing tomorrow morning, bro. I'm there. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know what that dynamic is? It's like, you ever had a teacher that doesn't rate you? It's supposed to help you. You put your hand up in class. It's like, oh, that's going to happen. And he, he sends you straight out as soon as you turn yeah, up. Yeah. That's, come that's, in, what, that's yeah. what the dynamic yeah, is. Straight, yeah. That, yeah but, that's but the bit. I was, I, was, I was wondering if um, Alonso would have got him as engineer because I was just thinking that is going to be... A, that's what I'm pinning my hopes on. But no, we, no, we, I, we, I think... I think you need the guy from 05, man. That's, I think that's Alonso, Alonso, obviously. When I'm, when I'm looking at Lando and Alonso, to me, they're, I'm not going to say similar, similar category, it's disrespectful to Alonso, but I think they're trying to do the same thing for their teams. So, where I'd see Lando trying to sneak a podium here and there, if he messes up, Alonso is probably going to be the one that goes and gets it. Um, so, I think he's got to consistently try and finish ahead of Alonso. Wherever that will be, that will be good enough, I think, based on where McLaren are probably going. And obviously, Aston Martin got a lot more funding. Um, so I would just say, as long as we finish ahead of Aston Martin, it's a success, to be honest. But obviously, Alonso's got a very personal thing with McLaren. So I think that alone would probably drive him um, to it. But obviously, and I think they've had a good few battles last year as well. Um, I think Austria, I recall. Being one, so um, there's quite a lot. Yeah, of Austria, Silverstone, yeah, Zand- they, they, even Zandvoort. Yeah, they, I mean, they seem to have good level of respect for each other. I think Alonso respects Lando's talent, vice versa. Um, so to me, it'd probably come down to obviously the second drivers. Um, in which case, we don't really know what Piastri is going to going to produce. So it's it's hard to say. Um, so I'd probably actually measure him. Not so much against. Obviously, you measure him against his teammate, but I'd obviously look to how Stroll performs against Alonso because I think the skill gap is probably fairly similar between Lando, Piastri, and Alonso and Stroll. Um, yeah. So <laughs> as long as you finish ahead of them, I think it's a success for us. Cool, Kwame. Uh, do you think there's a possibility that um, Alonso may bought heads for Stroll this season? I would not be surprised. Uh, maybe not this season, but definitely down the line in the partnership for sure. Um, Alonso has been a guy everywhere he's gone. It's been his, one of his biggest faults, one of his biggest traits. Everywhere he's gone, he's kind of burned bridges. And um, it's not as bad as people make out to be, but it's not a good thing either. Um, but I mean, listen, Alpine, you know, all for his Rosie until towards the end where he had his rock on. Uh, McLaren obviously butt heads with you know Honda. Um, Renault before Renault's the only team where it was kind of okay, and obviously McLaren before that butt heads you know Hamilton. But everywhere this guy goes, it turns to carnage man at the end. And um, Cody's such a passionate guy, he's a guy who wants the team to do well, maybe comes across the wrong way. And um, Stroll being a very um, <sighs> rash driver is the good way to put it, Stroll just kind of calamity. Chaos, you know, just you know, probably crash merchant, but you know, we don't say much about him because he doesn't do well in the races. Uh, Mr. Donald check his nose, it can definitely come across the wrong way. You have to remember as well, his dad owns the team as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some decisions that the show gets, or special some um team that show gets that you know, um, previously that um, Alonso won't get. Listen, you know, you have Stroll, Stroll's dad, the whole reason you know, he brought us money in the end was because. He had issue. He had beef with the um, the um, Frank Williams, the Clarence at the time. Uh, he wanted to put more, more control, more stake, and you know more um, in the team. Didn't get that. He bought racing point. So I should, should I say bought for Cindy at the time. So it wouldn't surprise me if down the line there's some sort of issue between the two. Maybe not this season, but next season for sure. I think that that's that's something I was thinking of. So. If you look at where Alonso's been as well with every team, he ends up falling out with the engine supplier. So if you look at, he's had issues with Mercedes in the past with McLaren. He had issues obviously with Renault. 
Um, and again, obviously last year. Um, so obviously the Mercedes engine, while it's reliable last year, but Aston Martin had a few DNFs as well. So I'm wondering if if that Mercedes engine isn't particularly great, given he's got a two plus one contract, and you've got you've got Honda who are hanging around. Um, they haven't got a team for 2026, but I'm, I'm aware that they're actually still hanging around. Um, what might happen with Aston Martin? I, I wonder if because Aston Martin obviously effectively are tied to Mercedes, they can't they can't really go and get another supplier because they are owned by Mercedes. So I wonder if that starts to go a bit iffy. If the if the engine isn't as strong as obviously the Honda currently, what <laughs> what do you actually see out of his contract? Because um, Alonso starts quick as soon as that engine don't perform, he's he's on the blower. Um, so. That would be my one worry, probably my one hope. Obviously, as a McLaren fan, that. But then, obviously, they they share the same engine, so obviously, if it if it doesn't work, benefit for Aston Martin, it's not going to benefit us either. But Lando obviously won't call it out in comparison. So that would be my concern for Aston Martin. I think two to three years, if they're trying to progress, obviously. I mean, yeah, because with the the new factory coming along. Um... You know, and Aston have got aspirations, of course, challenge of titles and stuff like that. Um, of course, it doesn't, apart from maybe Red Bull, you can't really have aspirations of being the top dog if you have a cost if you're a customer team, basically. To be honest, because Mercedes, oh, just to spy, spy engines, because you know they get X amount of money back and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. They're not really there to help Aston Martin in the sense of, oh, we're going to help you achieve your dreams and aspirations. Like, look at. Man City and Arsenal, like who the fuck selling it? <laughs> Zinchenko and Gabi yeah. Jesus yeah. would turn into this. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Imagine, no. if, imagine Toto gave away because obviously some person has already left from Mercedes to Aston Martin anyway, and the same with Red Bull to Aston Martin. If he gives away the wrong person, well, not gives away. Sorry, but if the wrong personnel, kind of double negative here. So if the right personnel at Mercedes leave to go to Aston Martin and they're the key decisive figures to help Aston Martin challenge for top honours if you will and then Toto's still charging Mercedes and they're like doing what they did last year then everyone's going to be looking at Toto crazy like rah you got rid of my man my man and my man and now look at Aston Martin but we're spying engines to them so what the fuck's going on so it's like it's a sticky one because it's funny because Honda yeah they've signed up for the engine regulations 2026. Yeah. But they're still sort of like doing peekaboo with uh, Red Bull and shit like that at the moment. Um, So it would be interesting if Aston Martin can maybe get Honda on like an exclusivity sort of thing for 2026 onwards. I think that would be quite good to be fair because you've got to think about it as at the moment in time, there's going to be six engines to come 2026 and 10 different teams, maybe more. So you're talking about each engine is only going to go to like maybe two teams max maybe three so you kind of want like that partnership with an mm. end supplier you don't you kind of need to leave make eventually they can't be with them forever yeah they can't but i don't i don't there. i don't yeah. see how i don't see how because obviously if you, you go just slightly out of it from but aston martin is literally owned by a mercedes so yeah. aston martin literally exists to supply mercedes so if you think of obviously yeah honda you could have Honda coming is obviously engine spot, but the amount of money that they would have to pay to probably break away from Mercedes is it, they have the money clearly, but they're in a sticky situation. They're in a sticky situation. Obviously, uh, you, if you look at like Williams, may have Porsche, so they may end up getting out of Mercedes, but they've they've got an easier way out. They're not they're not linked to Mercedes outside of that engine. Whereas Aston Martin are by by brand by engine by staff um so i do worry if if that mercedes you know they want to get to that point they're gonna they may i don't know i can't even imagine how they would stick with aston martin brand and still stay yeah yeah with with getting honda for example i think the only similar scenario where it's not even it's not exactly the same it's it's obviously when you had mercedes and when at that, that time that's the only time where i've seen where you've had like a the works team 
actually being worse than the supply team and their like that that's that's the oldest one I've ever seen. So it's gonna be interesting to see that dynamic. But surely they must have had this conversation internally before all this has this has happened. Like surely there must be some people common sense in there saying, yo, I know like you supply ends, isn't it? But we're on we're actually trying to beat you in it in the long run. Like you you know that's is that cool? Somebody should have given the okay in it. I mean, hey, listen, it can happen. Look at look at us, man. Look at Team Anstone. We we've had there's a period when you're Lotus, we have Mercedes engines. Um, believe uh, Jesus Christ, 2014, 2014? The season before we got yeah, yeah. bought by um yeah, 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 we bought yeah. by Randall, we had uh, Mercedes engines. Hey, even there's a period as well when uh Red Bull were cooking 09 to 13. When it's still about when Lotus is still about, we were technically the works team, but Red Bull were the faster team. So yeah. I know one F1 ain't gonna happen, but it, it can happen because we've been the team must have pulled up and the been going this the time. Heck, Burnton days as well. These men were were, were dry ass when they were, yeah, it can happen. But I do get uh, Lawrence's point in the fact that you know the engine, the road engines for Aston Martin, you know, as a part of them Mercedes, they Mercedes have got a share in Aston Martin. From one I'm, I'm only surprised if Lawrence Shaw has got some sort of closing where it's a bit Separate, you know, he can do his kind of own thing, break away from break away from the Aston Martin main company, do his own thing, whatever. But yeah, I, yeah, I get your point about the whole breakaway from Mercedes. You know, I, who knows? If it can happen in F one, and if it can happen in F one, um, when it comes to engines, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future with that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, not to watch the space on that one for sure. But um, yeah, okay. So let's move on to the last team, and that is Alpine. So of course, Alpine managed to beat um, Clan in the constructors last year to fourth place. Of course, through Alonso and Ocon. But they had uh, towards the end of the tenure had a bit of a tumultuous relationship, if you will. Alonso saying, "Oh, I'm glad it's all over," sorts of thing. Blah blah blah. You know, of course, Ocon did actually beat Alonso in the um, championship standards, and that's the first time he's been beat since, I think maybe like Yarn or Trolley days or something like that, I can't, can't recall. Um, so it's been quite a while. So, now they've got the French Revolution in charge in Garcia and Ocon. This is a highly how do I, anticipated line because, for those who don't know the backstory, the only reason Gasly is even racing is actually technically because of Ocon. And that's because they were boys back in the day. Well, yeah, they were boys back in the day. Not really so much now. They kind of kind of mask it like the boys now, but I know it's cap. You know when like <laughs> they're bloods and clips trying to do the trying to do the civil thing, and it's like it's nah, you're just doing it for PR. Don't like that. <laughs> yeah, just, you know what I mean. It's like we know you still don't like each other. Like, don't stop the cap in it or whatever. PR, blah blah blah. Cool. It's like, it's like so, two breads, two breads go for the same gal in it. Your, your friends on, mm, on, on the top level, but you don't mm, need down. You're cussing them mm, in the background. I hear mm. it. Yeah, so you and Kwame in the in tape or something gonna same gal. Yeah, I get it still. Yeah, yeah. Another ones. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, fam. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically, um, for those who don't know the backstory. Um, Ocon lent Gasly so Gasly actually wants to be a footballer hence why he has the number 10 and uh, number on his car big PSG fan thought himself as like a, a cam basically number 10 in football um, and then Ocon lent Gasly his car one time Gasly fell in love with the car and blah 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 and then when Ocon was bloody um, living in caravans and shit like that just to go from race to race Gasly was you know he was doing the same thing. He, I don't think he was doing the caravan thing, but I think he may have a bit more pee. But, you know, he was doing his thing, up, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, of course, I think from the young countries, they had a bit of beef. It's conflicting reports from both sides how the beef started, but supposedly they made up now. So, these are both drivers who, how to say, split opinion a lot. So, Archon, I feel is like, almost like the acid test on how you rate F1 drivers, really. He's sort of like the metric of like, if you if you sort of it's hard to explain I know Kwame can help me out here. It's hard to explain but it's like Ocon, a few people rate Ocon quite highly and think he's underrated. 
and a few other people think he's needy, he's not all that, blah blah blah. I think I think he's he's all right. He's steady. I said before, he's I get what I mean. Yeah. I said before, I think it's to my head of Chris. I feel like Ocon's like the litmus test of F1 drivers, of F1 drivers. Like he's like the borderline. Like if you're if you're below Ocon, you are dead in the sport. If you're around the same level of Ocon, you're a decent number two midfield driver. If you're above Ocon, you're levels. You can see who's Ocon's um, being with in teammates. Uh, Alonso, Perez, uh, Verline, even uh, Mandes. Um, all these men you can kind of see, you know, Stroll as well. How can I get Stroll? All these men you can kind of see, you know, where Ocon has been. And Ocon's the type of driver where he's not the most fastest driver, but he's very consistent. And um, he's always them that driver who does his job. Uh, whilst compared to Gasly, they're like yin and yang. Like compared to Gasly, it's on the other side of the field where Gasly is very, you know, very explosive, very fast. But you know, he has been very inconsistent in his um days in, in F1, uh, compared to his days in Red Bull, um, where it didn't work out for him. But then Torso has been cooking, so he's kind of now looking to solidify place in F1. Must for Ocon has got his place kind of solidified. Um, because yeah, if you look at Ocon, who he's gone against, Alonso, who is very, he was on paper with Alonso. I feel like Alonso was better last year. I'm not gonna lie, even though the point is just Ocon had better. I feel like Alonso did better than Ocon, just he had issues with uh, reliability in his ends. Um, again, Perez, very close to Perez, but I feel like Perez was a better driver in the time before me personally. But again, he was very head to toe, especially when he was young, Beaverline and Pax Straw as well. So, hey. That's you know Ocon's kind of you know litmus paper, whatever. And then Gadley, he's kind of had an easy avatar in my opinion, I can't lie. And now he's kind of making a big step, big step up for the Marquee French team. So it'll be interesting to see where it'll be next year. Um, this team as well is a team full of politics. So it'll be interesting to see how that, that pays up as well, man. Because the whole reason Ocon is in Alpine, I'll be honest, it's called politics, bro. Um, I felt like we should have kept Alonso and you should have gone to Piastri instead, but we did a uh, um, different contract for Ocon. Um, because again, the French driver, French team, so which I don't hate, I don't hate Ocon, I feel like Ocon is a good driver, but in hindsight, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure you should have done it, but you know, listen, I feel like we've gone for a young base in the team. Um, these drivers are all in their mid 20s, these drivers have both got race wins, we know these drivers can both cook. You know, it's going to be very intense. And Listen, if you want fun for F1 this season, back LP, man. Back the boys in blue. Because it's going to be a roller coaster, man. I wouldn't be surprised if these drivers crash each other out in, in, in Canada. I wouldn't be surprised. But, hey, we can get an odd podium here and there. You've seen it before in previous seasons. That, pre, that P3 is looking, you know. If, hey, if Mercedes drop out, if Ferrari have frozen moments, if Red Bull's engines go compute, we will be there feasting. We'll be there finishing that... that so, uh, the engines is a big thing as well. We talk about as well because um, last year, we truly was a year where, from what I understood, for the end, from what I understood, was a very high risk, high reward year in the sense that the engineers and engineers didn't trust the team, so they just thought, screw it, these engines are just gonna turn up as high as you can. And if you win, you win, no, if you win, if you do well, you do well, if you do bad, you do bad. And it turns out we actually did very well, we, 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 we did very, very well, but. The issue is the engines kept get, get blown up. So this season, what I'm expecting is has to be, you know, uh stable. Variability has to be on job. There can't be no I'm looking more at the engines how they perform and if they're more stable. Like I wouldn't mind if it's P3 every now and then with retirements. I wouldn't want that. I, I'd rather just have the P6 every races. That's what I want in it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But hey, listen, I'm here for the ride, man. This is it's gonna be a fun year, man. I'm not betting no good year for us, man. I just want, I just want fun. Cool, cool. So, Kwame, mm-hmm. day long monologue on uh, your your Alpine boys, your baguette boys. I don't look so... good, man. All day long, man. Come on. <laughs> man, so French, French till I die and all that. I hear that still. I hear that. But um, okay. So between Gasly and Ocon, who do you think is going to get the best of you over the season? People keep asking this question, man. He's better, man. Hey, hey, oh, man. Just, 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 man. No. Let's enjoy both, man. Let's enjoy no, both. Mm, 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 no, 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 no. You got to give me an answer, bro. We ain't, we ain't doing that. I ain't sitting on no fence, bro. 
Get them splinters out your ass, brother. Just give me an answer now, bro. Hey, if you look at my tweets, man, you, you know who, who I think. Uh, I'll, I'll go PS. Me at your I'll, tweets, I'll go Gazi in it. It'll be close, but mm. I prefer that type of driver in it. Like me, I prefer that exciting racing season. I prefer that driver in it. Make, make sure that's clipped. Make sure that's clipped. Brother, I've been saying Gazi. Yeah. I've been saying Gazi in it. But, but yeah. listen, I wait both drivers there, man. We open wait Gazi, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to man. What, what, what's your reasons why, brother? I, I, I think I've, I've said it before, I, f- I prefer Gavi as a driver. And I prefer that, you know, that warmness he's got compared to Ocon's kind of, like, mature game. I just prefer that speed in, in my driving, personally. Um, I feel like it'd be very similar to how Force Indy was with Perez versus Hockenberg. Uh, in the sense that, you know, he had Perez, who was much more consistent, but he, you know, when it came to strategies, there was tires when it came to... Um, Races where you can get out of the, the bag, he dissed him. I feel like Gazi Alvin obviously done that. I feel like it would take him a while to get up to speed, though, to be fair with you. Um, but I feel like towards the end of the season, he did as well. I feel like Ocon, Ocon always starts well, though, to be fair with you, though. Like, even last year with uh, Alpine, he started much more better at Ronso, but Ronso was coming towards the end of the season. Um, so it'd be close. Ocon does very well against the teammates, but I'll, I'll give it to Gazi still. Cool. So, uh, in terms of the constructors, where do you think what would you think um, they can realistically finish? I think the highest thing is highest thing is P four. I feel like that gap D4. between um, Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes is another road um, from where we are. So I re- and we came P four last year. Um, so I want so risky we should be P four. Um, and lowest. Being shameless, I'll say P4, but realistically, I'll probably say P6 because Aston Martin, you've got, Aston Martin ended very well last year. Um, they've got a lot of gas from Red Bull Mercedes. They've got the money kicking in. We know how Lonzo can cook. Um, and McLaren, if Piastri is as good as you know as he has been in his form, form, in his um, Formula Two, Formula Three days, if he's been if he's been as good as he was, uh, yeah, they will cook as well. So it'll be a competitive midfield as always. Um, but I, I say we should be P4. We should be P4. Um, and then everything less than P6 is a big failure. Um, you know, in my eyes. Cool, Rafa. Do you have any thoughts on the uh, Alpine and the upcoming, you know, French civil war that's gonna uh, uh, ensue? Oh, a lot of thoughts. Look, you saw last year, got Lance on Ocon, things got a bit. A bit fractious towards the end. Um, I just, I just see this end up in the car crash. Man. I just see it coming. Like, who was it? What? Quite, was quite literally it? as well. Yeah, literally. I, like, it's going to be like you know Hamilton Rosberg, twenty sixteen when they crashed in Spain. Like, Zach and I was going to be like, yo, you man can't race at all. Like, we are literally have to going to control your races. That's what I believe is going to happen. Because like, I think. Ocon is a feisty guy anyway. And I think Gasly against him, that's just gonna rile him up even more. Um I just I just don't see that working at all in it. I can't see in my head them two being cordial at all. And I think like the atmosphere is gonna be terrible between the both. I think I even think like your your, your management is so bad as well. Laurent Rossi is the biggest wasio I've ever seen, bro. He's a wasio. Speak on it. He's a wasio. <laughs> like, you've got the Trinity, Laurent Rossi, Pierre Gasly, even, even Zap now. You know what? Even Zap now, I'll throw him in there too. Zap now. I thought I'm not in there, man. I don't even either. I thought I'm not in there, man. Hey, you've got four. I told you, you've got the four horsemen of destruction right there. Their man are going to be beefing with each other for, for the whole season. So good luck in it. So just good luck. That's what I'm going to say. Good luck because, boy, it's going to be explosive. There. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching you, man, for laughs. And it's like I said, if you, if you love car crashes, if you want the people watching F1 DTS drive to survive, and you love mayhem and chaos, oh, this is the team to, to watch and enjoy. Arsenal, Huff, it's like, going to be DTS, fun. DTS next year is going to be them for as main characters. You know, like the. End credit scene, just gonna see yeah, Omar Zafanawa, yeah, yeah. Pierre Gasly, Ocon, and Ron Rossi. Simple, but we need a whole separate like TV show 
about just them in it. So I'm gonna be watching on it, but yeah, I don't I can't see that working. There's just too many volatile characters in that for me for it for me to work. So yeah. Hold tight, RP, hold tight. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh Lawrence, do you have any thoughts on uh Alpine for the upcoming season? Uh I think the only thing to add, um I think obviously Ocon's gonna want to put a marker down quite quickly. Obviously, you've got the history, but it's another teammate coming in. He obviously must feel like it's his team because he's probably been told that, to be honest, as Kwame pointed out. The politics kind of have kept him in the, in the role. Um, and also, to be fair, this guy was just turning up in P5 last year, every other race, and no one seemed to know how. No one can tell you how he got there, but he was there. And Gasly starts to cry quite quickly. As soon as something goes wrong, the man's crying. The man's blaming his brakes. He's blaming his engineer. He's blaming the car. Um, and I don't think there's time for that, Alpine. But to be honest, I think for they, I think they will have the quickest car out of the three of the teams, obviously, we're chatting about. I think they'll have the quickest car, probably by some distance as well, actually. But if you put McLaren or Aston Martin drivers in that car, there wouldn't be this wouldn't be a conversation but i think it is because there's two bozos in that car that are going to be more interested about fighting each other um so i think that to be honest that's where we can obviously sneak in um it's going to be chaos honestly the first race oh my goodness i can't wait uh, uh, I'm, re- I'm i'm ready hey Lawrence, i'll be there no matter what I yeah, it, hey, Lawrence, I, hey, Lawrence, I can hear, I can hear Crofty right now. Barry, <laughs> lights out, and away we go. And it's guys, and Ocon, down into town, yeah. one day, crack. Oh, I can't well, you know, you know, he's got, you know, he's got his wraps made, bro. Already, yeah. he's, got the wraps, he's got the wraps already in that book, ready to go. Um, and then Martin Brundle jumps on the thing, like, yeah, that's very stupid <laughs> from Ocon there. Yeah, you know, should have left him a bit. Oh, I can't wait, I can see it in my mind's eye right now, and so I can't wait. Grab your popcorn for Alpine, fam. Them man yes. are just putting up. Yes. Yes. Don't say, man. Get the food ready, man. It's, it's going to be a lovely year, man. Of just mayhem. It's hey, a lovely year I, for I, us. I, I, I'm not pretending like these men are going to be um, doing well. I'm not pretending. I'm here for the, the ride because. Bro, you I know what is this? Some, uh, I need something, need something like this, man. Everything yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, too happy nice, and too nice. No, I, I want chaos, man. That man nice. says I want chaos, man. I know I'm hating, but I want chaos and this this team will be yes. Bring the violence. Toxic. Toxic. Mm. I want I want men that don't like each other. Now we'll come out and just say it with their chest and none of this. Oh no, I'll defend for you. Defend like a lion, bruv. No. Them days are over, bro. You had it, Kwame, innit? You had it. Yeah. <laughs> you had it. Now, oh. Hey, you know them team radio snippets on the end of I always want to be. Hey, they might, might, hey, they might even drop them in French. That's how volatile I might get. But they might, <laughs> they'll be swearing and it sounding amazing. Yeah, so swearing fluently, it's gonna be great. Great, Kwame's Duolingo popping off, boy. That Duolingo will be popping off. Shit. Hey, man. French church is going to be far off the way, so honestly, man. Yeah, I've been t- telling Chris to translate every five minutes, bro. No, he's tough to French Twitter. Oh, it's yeah. To, hey, that, yeah. Them updates, can't wait for. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, cool. Uh, so, last but not least is from everyone. I want um, basically the few teams that we've spoken about. Just an order of where you think they'll finish. Well, who will finish the highest out of the three, basically? So it'll be a case of like Alpine McLaren, Aston Martin, or Aston Martin, that sort of thing. So, uh, Kwame, who, who's your order, if you will, for the three teams, Aston Martin, McLaren, and Alpine? So, P4, um, not even shamelessly, to be honest with you, I'm actually going to go for Alpine. Um, I, I feel like we, we, out of these lot, I think we've got the fastest car. Um, we had so last year. Um, these guys have been saying that the issue with these run a lot though is every year they've been saying next year's are you, next year's are you, next year's are you, man. These men are like talking about that one. I get sick and tired of it, but it's just funny. Um, these men saying, yo, 2022, we didn't put a lot of effort in. It was just, you know, uh, crash course year, put energy to 2023, where we're going to 
so at the reliability of the engine and um the aerodynamics of the car was calm to be honest with you strategy was very hit and miss somehow Ocon always bus case but Alonso, you look at him it was yeah very up and down um he saw the bronze the bronze essentially of the um reliability but yeah i'm gonna put um ask people um heck Ocon and Gasly will cause chaos but i think we'll have enough to scrape it people are going to mclaren i think again mclaren they're kind of the opposite to us in the sense they were very reliable last year but the pace wasn't as uh good as i think it was i feel like norris dragged the car a lot i feel like norris dragged the car higher than it should have been a lot of time last year which i think shows how i know good he is and his potential danny rick and let's not talk about danny rick and that's surprised we haven't talked about danny rick like that this podcast because that guy last year Still. hey him and the tv man thing first so piastri would should drag them higher this year and i feel like it'll be they'll be better than last year but i don't think the pace would be as much as ours um and then pieces i'm gonna ask tomorrow no because for last tomorrow not a bad team but just the gap they have to do to catch up with um alpine and uh McCann. i think they'll be there i think it'll be a free horse race for the midfield um but yeah stroll my eyes on you unit that's all i'm saying Cool. Rafa, who will finish highest in um, out of the lot and out of the three? Um, oh, George, sorry. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go Alpine P4. As much as there's chaos, I think, just like last year, they'll get they'll get there in the end. Um, close, though. I think it'll be close margins. Um, I'm going to say as smart as I think... I think pace-wise, we weren't too far... Uh, race pace-wise, we weren't too far from McLaren squad the end of the year. Um, and I just think that the guys we're bringing in from Red Bull, some guy... I think I don't know if we brought some guys from the States, but I think... Yeah. This, yeah I, think this, I, think, I, I think this is Dan Fellow's first designer put in the car as well. Um, last yeah. year, last year they started off with the wrong concept. They actually had two concepts they wanted to go with, and quite yeah. evidently, they put the wrong one. Um, and so I think we start off on the right foot this year. So those points we missed out on the first half season, we get in the first half season. We'll be more consistent. And I'm going to go with McLaren just because I just think, as much as I like Piastri, I think he he can be a, a good st- a good good driver. Um, he's got talent. I just think he might might just be a little bit behind the eight ball um, first year and stuff like that. It's going to be and the McLaren's not an easy car to drive. It's probably like one of the hardest cars to drive on the whole grid in terms of just drivability. So he's he's gonna it's gonna be a handful for the kid, isn't it? Um, so yeah, um, I think Lando will do his thing. I think Lando will be arguing with, with the top guys for P six, P seven because that's what he does. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna put McCarran P P P six. Yeah, so I, but I think it's gonna be tight. I think the margins are gonna be be you know up in there. So we'll see. But yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going for. Okay. And uh, Lawrence, you're on mute, bro. Sorry, as as we've been <laughs> talking, I've kind of I've kind of flipped and flopped. Um, first, I put a McLaren fourth um, because if you look at last year, if they had a competent driver, um, obviously in the second seat, they would have they would have got um, fourth place. They would. So, if I look at that. That's what I would have hoped. But I think, yeah, Piastri taking a while to get up to speed will probably leave McLaren a bit short. So I would say Alpine fourth. Um, will they do their best to F it up? Um, then I'll say McLaren fifth. Because um, Lando's strong enough to carry. I mean, he carried them to fifth last year, so he can carry a team to fifth on his own. Um, and then Aston Martin sixth. Just because I think they'll probably make a similar mistake in terms of the, co- the direction of their car. Because um, they're trying to do too many things at once. I think too quick. Um, so I think... But I think it depends on... Really, I think the whole... The kind of where the teams will finish depends on Piastri. How quickly does this guy get up to speed? If he's bang on it like Lando was a few years ago, then I think we'll, we'll get fourth quite comfortably in the end. Cool. Yeah, um, so it's far with that. Uh, cool. Okay, so thanks everyone for tuning in if you've got this far. Please remember to, of course, do the usual on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all the usual stuff. 
Make sure to follow and give us a five-star review on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on the show, socials on the Pissed Off Fracker, on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. If you want to see Kwame doing the stadium, bunch of some sorts of dance moves anyway. But uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all for today. Make sure you tune in next week for our final part uh, season preview series, if you will, of Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull. Until next time, peace. Safe. Brand new season, brand new yeah. dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix, and it's lights out, and away we go. <laughs> Network.